You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, at the end of the day, football is football. All Patriots, all, all the time. Ooh, that, that's spicy. All Patriots, all, all the time. Welcome to, 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 to First and Foxborough. Happy Friday, Foxborough football fans. And guess what? It is the last football-less Friday of your summer and fall. Here we go. I'm Kyrie Thompson, Patriots beat reporter for WEEI.com and your host of First and Foxborough. Remember to follow me at Thompson 5 Follow the show at First and Foxborough, F-O-X-B-O-R-O on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure that you are listening, downloading, streaming, all that good stuff on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to it, okay? We're going to start with a little bit of broader NFL news. Big bombshell from yesterday. I actually broke while I was on the air with the Merloni, Fourier, and Mego show on WEEI. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray gets an absolute bag. $230.5 million, 160 of that guaranteed over five years to stay with the Arizona Cardinals. He'd been a little bit disgruntled throughout the offseason. He did the whole thing where he scrubs the Instagram, scrubs the Twitter, and did this, what, all caps letter or whatever, wanting commitment from the Arizona Cardinals. It kind of came off a little funny, but look, when, when you break it down, the guy is a top 10 talent at quarterback. You can feel how you want to feel about his his losing record, which, I mean, if you're still using quarterback wins to talk about how good somebody is these days, I'm not really on that. You could talk about the fact that he was really bad in the playoffs last year. His one playoff game that they had, a couple of fades down the stretches the last couple of seasons. Okay, cool. Eighth most efficient quarterback in the league when you look at estimated points per play and completion percentage above expected, right? Basically just like, okay, how well do you do your job? Putting your team in a position to score on every single play, and how well do you complete passes relative to other quarterbacks, okay? He's really good at that. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. And he's also a very dynamic playmaker with the football in his hands when he's running the ball. Is it rich for him? Sure. But when you're a top 10 quarterback in this league, you get paid. Them's the breaks. All right. And people are just like, I wouldn't have paid him. You might as well trade him or let him walk or whatever. You don't want that body language on your team. And he doesn't do enough in the postseason or down the stretch. Y'all think that Kyler Murray's grow on trees. That's one thing that has been increasingly irritating to me, I I would say, is this idea that, oh, yeah, well, if he's not a top five quarterback in the league, then you might as well just throw him off a cliff and look for the next guy. As if that just works, right? You're just going to land a superstar in the next draft. You could do that for years and years and years. Draft a quarterback as high as you can. Suck for luck. Tank for Tua. This ain't Madden. I'm sorry, right? You're not just going to get some name-generated quarterback and he's just going to be good because he's on your team. It's just not entirely feasible to continue to do that. Is it feasible to always be handing out $230 million to every quarterback? No. But... Somebody of Kyler Murray's skill level, yeah, I would say he justifies that. Bad, rough rookie season for him and the Cardinals. They've gotten better under his watch every season he's been in the league. And eventually the dude's going to win a playoff game. Let's not sweat this after his third NFL season. 
I just, I can't, I can't entirely get on board with that. Okay, done with that little monologue. Since I'm a Patriots reporter and I am talking about this on Boston Airwaves, we immediately pivoted after, after finding out this news to what does this mean for Mac Jones and the New England Patriots? Obviously, everyone will observe that Mac Jones just finished his rookie season, not his third season, so there's plenty of time left on the clock to figure this out. And we still have to see what Mac Jones does in his second season and third season and, and all of that to see if he can elevate this team and be the kind of quarterback that you want to build around. Or if, if he's not, if he's playing at a stagnant level, then maybe you think about extending him at a, a lesser price or maybe you're not extending him at all. Who knows? We, we don't know the answer to that question yet. Now that I've gotten all those caveats out of the way to satisfy those of you who were on the air yesterday talking about, why are we talking about this right now? Look, this is the reality of the NFL. Of course they are thinking about this. Maybe they haven't talked about it with Mac Jones. Maybe they're not saying, oh, Mac, this is what we're thinking about you for an extension at this point in time. I can understand it's that early in the process. But behind closed doors, you, you would be crazy to think that they're not looking at what Kyler Murray is getting right now what Deshaun Watson got earlier this offseason, and then what Lamar Jackson is going to get eventually when he gets his deal, and perhaps more pertinently, what Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are eventually going to get. Look, this is just how it is. And Mac Jones from this particular class, we'll see what it looks like with Trevor Lawrence, whether or not he starts to surge, or Zach Wilson, or whatever, but Mac Jones is probably the first guy you think of right now in terms of, okay, he played well enough to think that he stands a really good chance of being around in four years just based on that opening performance. We got into both Kyler Murray and Mac Jones during this segment on the afternoon show on WEEI. I was on with Megan Adelini, who was running the show, the mego of this operation, and I was filling in with Nick Fitzy Stevens as well. And you know what? Funnily enough, it started off with me and Fitzy getting into it a little bit. Have a listen to this opening part and stay for the conversation that we have about Mac Jones later on. This is the most undeserved contract in the history of American professional sports. Okay. And I've been here for Carl Crawford. I'm watching the Red Sox deal with the absurd money being given to Chris Sale and his underperformance of the past three and a half seasons. This is bad bad business this is a dumb contract that sets a terrible precedent in the nfl because why oh kyler murray he's like a fantasy football quarterback he's a human joystick that guy runs around like a water bug with a laser rocket arm he's unbelievable he has a losing regular season record he has made a playoff appearance and he lost that playoff game no playoff wins a single trip to the playoffs. A regular season record that's a loser. He's got 46 starts, and the guy is now the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. This is the dumbest deal ever. The Arizona Cardinals deserve everything that will come with this, which includes no Super Bowls, minimal playoff appearances, and the inability to sign the rest of the accompanying talent that somebody like Kyler Murray, who should only be paid from September to early November because that's when he does his best work, that's when they should pay him 
It's the stupidest deal I have ever heard. It legitimately makes me mad that one sack of Kyler Murray pays more money than I make in an entire year. So, Kyrie, before I cede the floor to you, I just want to lay out a few figures for people who maybe aren't, you know, following the Cardinals as closely. Uh, so, in 2021, Murray finished with 3,787 passing yards, 24 passing touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, 423 rushing yards in 14 games played. It's the second year, the second season that he made the Pro Bowl. Uh, they made it to the wild card round. If you remember, they lost to the Rams, who eventually won it all. They lost to the Rams in the wild card round, 34 to 11. It wasn't uh, even that close. He was really bad in that game. Really bad. Uh, only threw for 137 yards. Uh, two interceptions and no touchdowns. Uh, career low in his passer rating. So, Kyrie, given that very recent history, and yes, he made two Pro Bowls, uh, what grade would you give this contract, and what is your immediate reaction? F minus. Well, I mean, okay, we got yours, Fitzy. Let him talk. <laughs> He's a top ten quarterback in the NFL, Fitzy. First of all, don't sit, up, don't come up on here and talk about quarterback wins. I don't want to hear that. Quarterback wins that that you're referencing. Quarterback wins. It's still one of the most important stats, and usually I look to the quarterback to be most responsible for helping to engineer the win, whether or not the talent surrounding him is up to par. Oh my with God! His level he, of play. He, he, no. he has a losing record in the regular season. He's twenty-two, twenty-three, and one. He went. They they went five and ten. They went five and ten and one in his rookie season, and since then they have a winning record. Okay, but you left mm-hmm. that context out. So look. I would, say, I, I, I would say this. Number one overall pick, the team was horrible that year. What do you want? So, so okay, look, I would say I give, I give this one a B, and here's why. I give it a B because, look, is, is he the most uh, you know, surefire top 10 quarterback prospect? He's not a sure thing for the future. And, and you know what? That's fine. That's fine. But, look, the metrics, I'll, you know what? Okay, you, you want to do this? I'll <laughs> sum it up for you. Kyler Murray was the eighth most efficient quarterback in football last year. There you go. By, by those metrics. He was better than Josh Allen and Mac Jones. Okay. So, so look, he, he's, yeah, he had, he had a horrible playoff game. Oh, oh my God. A third year quarterback had one horrible playoff game. That means he mm-hmm. sucks. Like, what are we doing here? Okay. The fact that he's, he's not the most sure thing in the world. Yes. He, he has injury problems. I understand all of that. Would I have done it? I'm not so sure, but this is the going rate for good quarterbacks these days, okay? And and you can you can argue about how you feel about him as a player and the fact that he has not gotten it done late in seasons, which sure, sure, okay, you can absolutely say that. At the same time, okay, this is this is a th- how many third-year players are are going to Super Bowls every single season? I don't know. I just look at the player that that's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. That's what you pay for quarterbacks like that. So you bring up the quarterback market right now. Uh, right now, this is the average yearly salaries for the top five highest paid quarterbacks in the league. We have Aaron Rodgers at about 50 million. Kyler Murray is right behind Aaron Rodgers at 46 million. Now Deshaun Watson follows just under uh, Murray right there at 46. Pat Mahomes, 45 millions, Josh Allen at 43 million. Again, it's the guaranteed money the that sticks yeah. for me because you can you can shift money around all the time to try to, you know, add somebody to your roster or move somebody off your roster or whatever, but that guaranteed money is going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just it it's a huge vote in confidence in him, a vote of confidence in him, and if I'm in Arizona, I understand 
the value of having a dynamic young quarterback, but I don't love his style of play. That's just like my personal subjective take, my mm-hmm. personal opinion. I don't love it. And this is a massive contract. I would say this, that, and, and this is kind of a similar conversation. They're obviously not exactly the same, but this is the kind of conversation that's also being had about Lamar Jackson, right? So these aren't just quarterbacks that run sometimes. I mean, they're, they're calling run plays for, for these quarterbacks, and I think that a lot of people are like, that's not exactly the way that we want to do this. We want our quarterbacks to mainly just be from the pocket. At the same time, their skill set is their skill set. And if you do as good a job as, say, Lamar Jackson does in particular of avoiding big hits, you can play like that. Kyler Murray he's had a little bit more injury trouble, and I would not be surprised to well, see— Well, and he's also little. Yeah, he's, 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 mu- he's, mu- he's much smaller. So I would not be surprised to see if— they change a little bit in terms of how how they how they call those plays. Obviously, you're still going to do it because he's so fast and he's so dynamic that you don't want to completely take that away. But the, the thing I would say is that Kyler Murray is a really good passer and he has a great arm. So I I feel like like I don't know that I'm completely like we can't pay him because he's small and he runs a lot. We we've all given our grades. I would give it a C. Uh, it's a lot of money, but again, going through the market of young quarterbacks, that brings us to the biggest question because this relates back to the Patriots. You have a young quarterback entering his second year. What does this mean for what the Patriots will be expected to pay Mac Jones when his rookie contract expires? So Robert Kraft said this to Peter King back in March 2013. Uh, Back then, he had just issued a new contract to Tom Brady. He said, I was just trying to stay ahead of the curve. If... If we were going to have to pay him elite quarterback money and have elite quarterback cap numbers, I just didn't think we would be able to build a team. We don't want to have a team where we're paying 18 to 20 percent to a player on the cap. I wanted to do something elegant that would work for everybody. I have been talking to him on and off for maybe 18 months and about how I wanted him to finish his career here and about how we both have to be smart about it. I just really want him to end his career or Patriot. Well, obviously, that last part didn't come through. But what sticks out there to me is that this is a conversation that's, that took 18 months to land where it landed with that contract. And so do you think that this is something where it's already in talks with Mac Jones? Maybe not, you know, we're, like we're talking about proper negotiations, but talking about what an investment in his future would look like, given the outrageous salaries for this position in the league right now. So I, I'll definitely do that, but I, I feel bad. Fitzy, if you want to go ahead and grab that, because I kind of hijacked the uh, the second part of, of that last one, if you want to you take this. It, it, no, that's to- that's totally okay. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not just because... Kyler Murray supposedly was the eighth most efficient quarterback last year. Doesn't mean I'm going to back off my give that contract an F minus Hill. And I still believe the ultimate uh, truth teller when it comes to analytics uh, and future expected play and whatever else my eyes. And Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. He should not be paid like the second best quarterback in the NFL. And I don't think he'll ever come close to living up to that contract. And as far as what Mac Jones would be looking for. Do I think that maybe the Patriots would potentially enter into early, 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 try to get ahead of the curve, beat arbitration like you would in MLB contract talks? I wouldn't be surprised to make sure that they try to lock up their guy long term. But if you're Mac Jones's representation, why, when you know this team needs you so badly this year and they're going to lean on you so hard to carry this team as the offense undergoes change and the defense is a massive work in progress, 
Why would you possibly give away part of your future just for long-term security when if he balls out this year, by the time he gets to year three, he may have multiple playoff appearances. Kyler Murray blanked the bed in one appearance and just got paid as if he was a Super Bowl champion. Mac Jones, as nice as it would be to give a hometown discount and play the way that Tom Brady did when they built that strong middle-class Kyrie, I can't see Mac Jones's reps giving anything resembling a previous Patriot discount to the once and future Patriots. So, Fitzy, I just have to keep you honest here. If yep. he gets multiple playoff appearances but not a playoff win, I'm not saying that they're not going to win a playoff game in the next two seasons. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if that's the case, mm-hmm. let's say that, that they make it to the first round this year and the following year, is that mm-hmm. enough for you to make this ballpark of an investment in Mac Jones for your Hell starting yes. quarterback? Absolutely. Losing Absol- in the first absolutely. round three seasons in a row? Uh, well, Kyrie tried to point out that uh, a lot of the losses surround- on the losing record, if you will, to date on Kyler Murray weren't his fault because he was on a bad team at first. And who knows, you know, their drafts have been okay. The roster building a tad suspect at times. Was it Steve- Is it Steve Kime? Steve Is that Kime. the yep. Yeah, okay. Um, y- y- Mac Jones did a lot with a decent roster last year. I think if he's able, Mego, if he's able to g- deliver a playoff uh, a playoff performance this year, if they can get a playoff berth this year and then maybe next year with a roster that has been ridiculed, that has been shot full of holes all offseason long, yeah, that would that would absolutely tell me that Mac Jones has the moxie and what it takes to secure a long-term investment in Foxborough, for sure. I didn't get Kyrie's take on whether he feels that this is a realistic ballpark for the Patriots to prepare themselves to start negotiating in a couple seasons. If they're not, if it's not already something that's underway behind closed doors. I mean, I would think that they probably should at least be thinking about this if they haven't brought it up already. Perhaps it's a, okay, let's see how the season goes. Then in the off season, you're thinking, okay, let's talk about this for real. It's not necessarily a given that they would extend him after year two, even if it did go well, though. I mean, that's how it was for Patrick Mahomes, I think, but here, let, let, let's take a look at this. So I went on over the cap just, as a fun exercise before the show, and they do a lot of salary cap projections. That does projections, sound fun. Right. Um, but, Holy Friday. <laughs> but essentially, here, here's what it is. So the the salary cap, the base salary cap right now for the NFL teams is $208 million, like 0.2 or whatever, 2.8.2 million, or 208.2 million. So in 2023, that jumps up to 225, projected, I think. And 2024, that jumps up to 256 million. So let's say they decided, okay, Mac, you want a payday? How about $35, 40000000 dollars a season, right? Now that's a pretty hefty payday, but that is definitely below the 18% threshold right mm-hmm. there. So so again, they paid him $40 million. Then in 2024, that would end up being under 16%. So Correct. that would yep. be that would be a very good payday for Mac Jones, but under that self-imposed threshold that they put up there. It was my understanding that there would be no math. Right. (laughs) But But, how many years is that contract? So I would say you make that probably, I mean, it's it's definitely got to be at least four. I would say five. My gut, my gut says five. And five for 200 mil. Yeah, thereabouts. And I think the guarantees are going to be important there. So if you wanted to maybe say, okay, you want some more guarantees, then maybe you make it four and you guarantee three-fourths of it or something like that. And you mm-hmm. give him in the neighborhood of 120 
million or something like that guaranteed. Look, I mean, in the end, that's just what it is, right? That That's just what the going rate for quarterbacks are. And if you're Mac Jones's representation, yeah, you do want to create a situation where the Patriots are going to win and Mac Jones is, is you know going to succeed and compete for Super Bowls. But he's playing the most important position in sports and those guys get paid and he's and they're going to go to him and say, look, I know you want to be a team friendly guy. That's great. I mean, that's, you know my, that? assum- that's my assumption. Okay. Right? I'm assuming that. Right. I, and he, the guy wants to win. So I would I would think that he's more or less on that mold. But I mean, I think that's going to be the argument that, look, we don't want to overpay one position and not be able to fill out the rest of the positions that we need for complementary football. That is going to be the reason that they're going to say you're not going to get market value or we would prefer not to pay you market value. I would think that you're not going to get it is probably going to be the hard line position here. If you didn't do it for Brady, why would you do it for Mac Jones? So I I think that that is going to be a, a sticking point. I would think that just from the little bit that we've seen of Mac Jones and his attitude and the way that he's bought into the Patriot way, that most likely he's not going to say, you have to pay me $50 million over 10 years or I'm out. That's not what's going to happen. At the same time, there's got to be a balance here because especially with what I mentioned, the salary cap that is going to be going up, you can pay, the, you can you can field a very competitive team with that in the future. So I don't I don't feel like you should cry poor over this. That's it for today's episode of First and Foxborough. Have a happy weekend. And when we come back on the other side of things, it's going to be about that time. Training camp begins next Wednesday. On Tuesday, we're going to hear from some Patriots and Coach Bill Belichick for the first time since the spring. Can't wait until then. I'm Kyrie Thompson, host of First and Foxborough. Till next time.